This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time. Injury time. Look out, takes. Almunia saves. Look out, follows in. Almunia saves again. And now one minute on the counter-attack. Forest afternoon everybody sorry for that technical gremlins there we go here we are so it's been another frustrating day at the Vic 1-0 to Blackburn very frustrating in as much as it feels like a classic smash and grab an away performance where the away team come and do what they do which is basically put put two lines of well one line of five one line of four and a, and a forward and Gallagher up front just basically trying to stifle us a little bit we saw plenty of the ball we had plenty of chances to create opportunities 20 opportunities but how many of them were on target how many of them actually troubled the keeper an interesting day obviously we see that everybody Everybody was trying to be as attacking as possible and try and solve that. Did we have the balance right? Did we have, were we just simply top, top heavy? You had both Loser and Hoot being really the, the two defenders for long periods of time and everybody up front. So there you go. There you go. Sorry, guys, if, if you can hear me now, do let me know. Hopefully you can. We've got some people requesting now, which is great, so we can bring them on. A couple of things to talk about. Obviously, Milita Rajevic got we got to see him in the second half. What did we think of his first his first showings? I think his touch will will come on, and he obviously had his chance where he went through and had a shot. But what are our first thoughts? I thought we saw some I thought we saw some movement, more movement when he came on, but probably he's gonna take a little while to see. So we will see, we will see. Let's go to let's go, let, let's bring people in and see what we thought about Watford nil Blackburn Rovers one let's go to Mr Alan Lathwell Alan sir if you hit your mic you know what to do there you go so how you doing I'm good I'm pleased to see <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the it, I, you come away from that game not really knowing what to think do you because it, it, in essence really that should play well it's just a, a lack of being ruthless and clinical in that final third and I, I look at that side. I thought we were better balanced in the second half with mm-hmm. when Kony went off and Loser came on. Um, although it was Loser's mistake that led to the goal, 
but it, it, yeah, it's um, kind of it's the first time I've spoken to you since last season, I think, Peter. And I think it is, yeah. Uh, actually, I've been quite happy with the way we've gone about things in, it, over the course of the summer. I know a lot of people might say, well, we bought in the best part of £50 million for uh, Ishmael Asara and Pedro, but in reality, we were never going to see that money because of the debt that the club currently has. But I think overall, in terms of the recruitment, I've been reasonably happy. I still think we lack a finisher. And although it was only 30 minutes, 35 minutes, whatever it was today, mm-hmm. I think Ryovic borrowed his boots from Ronald McDonald. But uh, overall, it, it's a strange one because apart from the Stoke game, I think it's been largely actually quite quite positive, really. It was very positive in terms of we had lots and lots of possession. But at, at, at times, I've, I've, it's just an opinion, so anybody just feel happy to disagree with it, this and anything else I bloody well say, but football is, has always been a game of balance. It's mm. a game of balance on the left and the right, going forward and covering things at the back. And, it's, and, and it felt like there was no lack of intent there. There was just a question of we had the classic smash-and-grab line-up from an away team, and, and fair play to them. I don't mean that in a derogatory fashion. They turned up and they put a line of five and a line of four, and then they had, is it Gallagher up front? And, he came on as sub, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and I, I think if the ball had been on the other foot, if we'd been in the away end and we'd got that result, I think we'd go back down the motorway absolutely thrilled. So, you know, I don't. Uh, there's no criticism of, uh, of Blackburn. They they did what they needed to do to get a result. I think if I was to be critical, I think this. The, I'd like to see Matthias Martins vary what he tries to do a bit more. Too many times trying to cut inside and score a worldie. I'm not going to criticise him for having attempts on goal because at least he actually does have shots on goal. But I just, just need to to mix it up a little bit more, I think. And I think also towards the end of the game, I think we almost had too many technicians in that final third. Mm. And what, what we really need perhaps to change it a little bit and be a little bit more direct later on in the game. But it's hard. It's hard to be too critical because we actually play well. It's just... It, I think when you take into consideration it's three and a half games about a goal, it starts to weigh heavy. And I think Valerie and Ishmael said after the game, or somebody said after the game, that as the game progressed, I think the players become more and more conscious that they haven't scored for three games and and then start snatching at chances. But watch it. We'll go to Coventry next week or wherever we are on Saturday and we'll score in the first minute. Uh, you know, yeah, and it, it, it's that proverbial one where you need it to go in off somebody's ass just to just to break the levy and hopefully see something go. And also, the longer you go in a game without that goal scoring, the more hold on, this might go the other way. We came away from talking about Plymouth, the Plymouth game and saying previous years we'd have given that away one nil. Well, we kind of just did. So that's something to balance it out and consider it. I don't know if you managed to get a good sight of the goal itself, but when I got in, I suddenly also quickly had a, had a squint on it on, on, on the TV. Yeah. When, when I was there, I thought, great challenge from Porteous from in terms yeah, of you know, great positioning in the first place, but you've got back and you've gone across to it. And I looked yeah. at it and thought, oh, hoot, you could have done better. When I mm. then looked at the shot, I have to say, Backman's body makes this strange kind of curved angle that leaves this hole in the near post which was a little bit odd i don't know if you get to yeah, see that i, I, I did yeah I, I i've already seen on twitter that he's getting slaughtered by the, the, the his proverbial haters but yeah it, it wasn't it wasn't a great goalkeeping that that's for sure um 
But then again, a few minutes later, they're through on goal. And if he hadn't made a decisive challenge, it would have been 2 0. Very so true. Fine. It was one of his better games with his feet, wasn't it? It really was. Yeah, and I think it wasn't a chance in the first half we got made a good save as well. So it, it's difficult because those efforts that hit the woodwork go in. We win that game 2 1, and everybody's talking about the result rather than the goal that we've conceded. But overall, you look at it, we've played four league games and only conceded two goals so defensively I'm not overtly concerned we just need to find a way to score goals whether ultimately is going to be the goal scorer we need him to be will remains to be seen whether we need to go in the market or somebody else comes through I don't know but overall it's strangely quite positive so far really despite our, our position well, no, that's, that's good. Bearing in mind, obviously, the points tally, and people will look at the points tally this year and the points tally at the same point last year, and we'll all be worried that, that Mr. Pozzo will start getting itchy trigger fingers. I'm going to ask everybody here today as a last question, you ha- are you happy with Ishmael? I've stopped worrying about it because I'll tell you for why, simply because it was a change is just around the corner, so Ooh. I don't get too invested in who the head coach is anymore because... You, you, we're five or six games away from another change, aren't we? So a doomed it, sense of inevitability, you say? Yeah. Well, the, my my belief, yeah, it, it, a leopard isn't going to change its spots. You know, there's no point getting too attached to the the, the manager. Where it, it will soon change. But from a footballing perspective, it, it's been quite enjoyable so far. We just need to we need to score goals. Lovely stuff. Thank you very much, Alan. I wish you a happy journey on the way up Leicester bound. Let's go to the big Lebowski. And thank you, everybody, for holding, by the way. I will come to you guys in sequential order as ever. We'll be coming to the big Lebowski. Then I'm going to go to Uncle, then to Wendover, then to Alex, then to Paul, then to Mikey D. And I'm going to bring in Ellie as well. And then we've got Jack and we've got Mark. Guys, we will get through to everybody. Brett, how are you doing? Hey. Oh, how do we lose that? I, I just it, it doesn't compute in a way. I, I'm questioning the loser decision, right? That was a discipline thing that he apparently missed training. He, he missed training twice, twice and... Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then Watford had put him on the website as a feature, which I found ironically funny in the same week. But I question that decision because, yeah, okay, discipline him, very good that we don't want to end up like last season, except that... What difference having loser on the field from the word go? And I'm pissed off with that because I think it, it was... Are there other ways to discipline him, hit the pocket, whatever? But that, for me, was a massive decision. And I'd mirror Alan, what Alan was saying, in terms of the positivity, sitting there, watching them work, watching this one-touch football until they get to the final third. Yeah. And there is something to be said for that. Because it is a it's a paradigm shift, but then ending up losing like that, it, it's just that's unforgivable, really. The Ivaco shirt didn't work, the socks didn't work. I'm I'm wondering what I'm gonna wear next time. That's that's the thing. Well, as, as long as you're fully covered, I think that's the important thing. I think there's some things to take into account. And everybody anybody who didn't hear about it, loser was apparently late for training, not once but twice. By and the way, he's African, and Africans are always late. In my experience in the music industry, so I wouldn't, well, I wouldn't question that anyway. Well, no, okay, so there's a certain level of Sorry, perhaps. Sorry, I mean, No, there's perhaps, a, you could argue, that is a cultural thing. He's also from France, which means absolutely nothing. Yeah. The big point is here, the boss is also of African descent and is also of French descent and says, no, 
I'm the one who, okay. who, who who's in charge of this. Loser yeah. is also in the senior leadership team. Now, if your senior leadership person, the person who's supposed yeah. to help engender the culture, turns up late twice, you drop him like a stone. And and I, I think it, he couldn't possibly have bought off Coney soon enough for me because Coney just didn't. He just wasn't on it today at all for me. But well, it was question. a question of you have to do. In the, go in the direction that I do because what he's dealing with is he needs to make sure that we don't have the dressing room go out of kilter again as they've previously done. And I think, in fairness, I thought loser, all bar the, the pass at the end, and I know we'll all be kicking about that, but he, he came on and he actually did show the right reaction, which was, shit, I shouldn't have done that. Kone was the one who didn't show the right reaction. Okay. He got in on a technicality and didn't show. Go on, mate. Why take, why take off Dele Bashir instead of Kayembe? because he was playing in deep midfield rather than playing as a number eight. The, the number eight is, is pretty much made for kind of Chak Fatadze rather than playing there. shifting around, it just felt, we saw Kayembe doing a little bit of his passing side to side. He was better than definitely than last couple of seasons, but, but not, it still I, doesn't look sharp. I, I think, I, no, well, I'm not the greatest fan of, of Kayembe because, because, the the ball will come to him and he will look to pass backwards. One of the differences in the first half was the number of times we pass backwards in comparison to them. Now, of course, they're sitting behind the ball, and so every time they get the ball, they've got to move forward. We would we would go and forward broke, and then we'd come back. They would then they break. broke much faster than us. Exactly, when they, they were did. breaking, they were super quick. And that, and, and, and we're meant to be doing that, right? That's our game. Well, we didn't move the ball very quickly. We were back to this kind of faffing about a little bit yeah. with the ball being pushed around the back. Fullbacks were pushed on a little bit more, so Daniel Backman got involved with his feet, and I thought he looked a lot less worrisome. He looked far more assured with his feet today, and Alan's quite right. Not, I don't want to pick up on, on just the negatives of somebody. I want to, We want to try to be as balanced as we can, obviously, if we can. So there we go. So but, one last question. Go on, him. What shall I wear? What shall I wear next? Don't go. Oh, blimey. This <laughs> we'll is... throw it out. We'll throw it out. Oh, it... The Ivory Coast shirt should have done it, right? It's the best, one of the best shirts we got. Then I've put the socks on. You know, what more can I do? Well, well, if you've got any suggestions as to what uh, as to what bread should or indeed not wear, then do that. <laughs> I'm trying to leave that as a last option, to be honest. That'll do. I but... don't think given the steward's behaviour, I don't think me walking in my birthday suit is going to help. No, I don't. I, yeah, no, they would. Yeah, don't. No, don't no, do that. We're not there yet. No, we don't. We don't want you in your birthday suit. Let's go across. Let's go across. Now, we did have a request which could come across to Florida. It's Uncle Ron in Florida. Uncle, Uncle. Last week it was the Smiths. This week it is Chaz and Dave. And the Dave is not, obviously, Chak for Dad's eight. If you hit your mic button, sir. And then tell us your thoughts. I thought it was an absolute disgrace, Peter. It's three and a half games without a goal, seven halves. We're 15th in the second division. All those who say, be careful what you wish for, did you wish for this? Because to me, if you take out Martins, that side out there was no better. No one would have raised any eyebrows if that side had turned out in the early 90s under Perryman and Rhoda. No one. It's an absolute disgrace, three and a half games without a goal. It's a disgrace that we play walking football. If that's valuable, he can bugger off. 
it's a disgrace we play one up front. It's pathetic. And Backman, it's not hindsight, Peter. I said it before he's not good enough. I said it when he was given a five-year deal. What are they doing? What are they doing? He's not good enough. He had a year left on his deal. They need to be bringing in a new goalkeeper, not giving him a five-year deal. And what Alan said, I just can't believe it. Oh, he prevented a second goal. Well, we lost the game because of him. He's beaten on his near post disgracefully. That's absolutely ridiculous. You, you, you know, you, you can't praise that. Oh, we, oh, we, we didn't lose 2-0 because of him. Well, we lost 1-0 because of him. We lost 1-0 because of him. That's an unbelievable statement. I, I'll try and measure my words. An astonishing statement. He's well, not good enough. He's an absolute disgrace of a keeper. This squad is a disgrace. And Chris Stark, the Capital Radio DJ, when we beat QPR, he called me a clown just because we beat QPR. You can come in, yes. And look who's, been proven, look who's the clown now. Yes, come in. Sorry. Well, I, I, I'm presuming you're not speaking to Chris Stark when you're asking him to come in. Well, look, at the end of the day, people will call people names and people will make predictions. At the moment, I would suggest in the in the who's more right about this particular season, you have called out repeatedly that we've not done enough in the transfer market. What are your thoughts on Ryovic coming in? He seems he seems to be the right frame. He's genuinely two-footed. He's half reasonable with his his head. But obviously it's going to be a jump from the Swedish Alsvenskan to play in the championship. It is a jump. What what did you think of what did you think of him? Well they called they called Zico the white Palais, which looks like the white bio to me, Peter. Oh Okay, well there you go. There's 35 minutes, and so far the uh, the so far we've got Ronald McDonald's boots and the white bio. Well, they did indeed call Zico the white palais, and he was a class player for Brazil who signed for Udinese. Of course, there is a connection of sorts. In terms of, and I, I want to ask you a footballing question here, rather than critiquing yes. the the people and the personalities. When we're playing yes. at the moment, obviously, and you mentioned Martins there, and I think for a lot of people, especially in the first half, I, I think a lot of them would would agree in terms of him being the standout. But as the game wore on, he was repeatedly trying to hit the same ball. One, could he have varied it up a bit? But secondly, are we suffering from playing these inverted wingers in terms of we don't seem to be getting to the byline and pulling it back? We don't seem to be trying to stretch the defence, etc. We're almost making this kind of direct run in and, and almost like a funnel condensing the play and allowing opposite Plymouth did it. Uh, uh, today, obviously, Blackburn have done it condensing the play do we need to see a little bit of almost inverting the inverted wingers to get back to a bit a, a little almost a, an option of a callahan and and barnes if you remember them when they'd stretch the play and deliver the ball back from the byline might that help on a tactical point oh it completely help you're completely right peter we, 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 why can't we ever switch to two conventional wingers and two conventional strikers. It, it's so it's it, the way we play. It doesn't. He doesn't deviate from it. I'm not impressed with him at all. We need. I'd like to bring in. I don't think we've replaced Saar. We haven't replaced Saar. Tom Ince looks completely unfit. It's dreadful. I'm. I'm completely unimpressed by this walking football. And as you say, yes. Why? Why can't we? Why can't we change it up? He's not changed it up at all. We've been beaten at home by a very poor team, Peter, who lost their best player in Diaz, their best player. It, it's, it's terrible. 
It's absolutely awful, and I wish people would speak up more. But perhaps they like it. Perhaps it, they enjoy hey, it. Hey, it doesn't matter what other people say. It matters what you say. You at home, guys, if you want to have yeah. your comments on it, then then let us know. It doesn't matter. And we don't have to be offended because somebody disagrees or agrees with us. We can just say, this is my thoughts, and you can take it. And Ron does that. Come win, come draw, or Obviously, the last two times come defeat. So there we go. Uh, Ron, have a have a nice afternoon um, over there. You'll be very pleased to know that the women um, against uh, Durham uh, kicked off their season with a one-one draw, which was also at home. So, uh, so unfortunately, a few people weren't able to, uh, to to get to see both games, which they would have absolutely have have loved to do. But this week we had Chaz and Dave. We'll see what it'll be for everybody next week. Now we've gone from one end, obviously, of the spectrum it, as ever. We we love to balance it out as as much as we can. Let's get across to, to to Wendover and we're going to try and make our way through to everybody. And thank you so much for bearing with us. It's it's always nice to hear from everybody with all different opinions. Greg, sir, what did you make of today? Good afternoon, Pete. Good afternoon. What did I make of today? What did I make of today? I'm going to be more Ron, actually, than I am Alan. You can't keep saying we played well and we got nothing out of the game because it's a results business. And I thought we were too slow in transition. I thought Martins had a worldie of a shot in the first half, then tried to do the same thing time and time again. Mm -hmm. I thought it's too early to judge the number nine, isn't it? Come on, 30 minutes. Oh, no, of course it is. It's Uh, just a question of did we see something? For me, within five minutes, he gave us a different level of movement than we'd had from Bio. That's no accusation at Bio. We just... And and he he had one lovely good nod down. I I think he's made for having a nice little nippy man playing off him, like a Riley Mo Johnston, a Luther-Ross Jenkins combination. I think, why can't... The other thing I I think, Peter... Mm -hmm. All we heard from Val pre-season was high press. I didn't see a lot of high press today at all. That's what we heard. We were. We also heard that he played direct football. Now he's come in here and he's changed it. He said, no, Watford, it's going to be, it's going to be more of a, I'm going to blend it a bit. I'm going to blend it a bit. Mm-hmm. There are times when you can go long. You don't. We're not good enough to play like Manchester City because we're, we're just not good enough so let's occasionally go long i've got no problems with teams going long no problems whatsoever and you've got to mix it up you've got to mix it up and we ain't good enough portius and who i thought portius was outstanding today by the way as a center back but on the ball he's too slow he hasn't got the class or hoyt hasn't got the class of the Manchester City centre-halves. Of course they they haven't, because those centre-halves cost 50, 60, 70 million pounds. Occasionally, you can go long. Very good. No, I agree. my opinion. I, I agree, and I agree with your point about Porteous being both the best defender, but also probably, it's not to say the worst defender, this, that's the wrong phrase, but he slowed the game down too much. We had a lot of people who slowed the game down, and it's one of the things when we're talking about KMB there. When he's in that role, we've seen KMB play there. We've seen uh, Sierra Alta play in, play in that defensive midfield uh, position, and then obviously last week we saw Jake Livermore play there. And each one of those three will play that 
with the different kind of personality and characteristics that, that they carry. The thing that I like about Sierra Alta there is the fact that he's capable of dropping a little bit deeper and dealing with things almost as a three. And you can see the Porteous and who almost like just open out a little bit and we switch into a three. Neither KMB nor, nor Livermore last week gave us that, which was, that's something I think we've missed. I don't think it's any surprise that since we've, since we've seen Sierra Alta move out of there at the back, we look a little bit more, not brittle, but less malleable, less able to flex the whole agree, thing. Agree. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. So it, it it was interesting. I didn't think that we saw really Ken playing much as a left back today because we had the ball and no. we were on it all the time. At one stage, because I was sat next to Justin and he said, "Well, I haven't seen much pressing," and I went, "Well, they haven't had the ball much." It's very hard to press yeah. when we've got the ball. But I agree with you in terms yeah. of transition. When we do win the ball, we against QPR, we moved it forward so quickly. And I grant you, they all scurried back. They, they didn't want to press us either. But there, there is something missing. What are your thoughts on potentially, and I'm not saying about, I just mentioned it to Ron, inverting the inverted wingers. We did it a little bit against Plymouth because... I think Ken was having a bit of a nightmare on the right at that time, so he switched it. What, what about, would that be something for Ishmael to consider during the game? Maybe start with inverted and then switch <laughs> him over? Because it would cause them all sorts of diff- different defensive characteristics, surely. 100%. The majority of us were brought up on Graham Taylor football. Yeah. And I like proper and I like proper wingers. I like proper wingers. I can remember my, my early days, we, we basically played a 4-2-4. Yeah, and uh, I love wingers. I did. I do disagree with Ron regarding Tommy Ince. I thought he came on and added a bit of quality. To be honest, he played one lovely ball through. Get him up to match fitness, and I'm looking forward to seeing Tommy Ince. Ken Semmer, you know what you're going to get. He'll blow. He'll blow. He'll huff and he'll puff and he'll blow your house down. But it's all you're going to get out of Ken. He's he's a hundred and ten percenter. And he'll try and try. He's always gonna. He's always gonna lack a bit of quality. Cool. But he's come in and filled in in a position today where we've got our two left backs are injured. As I said in the week, I hope Jamal Lewis isn't going to be this year's Courtney Hus. I have been very positive. Very positive. I'm saying to you, Gino Pozzo, this is a big week for your son. This is a big week for your son. You've got till Friday at eleven o'clock. We need more in. We definitely need more in. I think we need three in. And because that, that's currently too light. It is currently too light. There's too much of the same in the squad as well. The defensive, you, you need cover for Serie Alta. If Serie Alta, you, you're going to need another proper defensive midfield. Midfielder, because left foot Lenny isn't, he isn't a, a DM. He wants to play further up the pitch. He wants to play, in my opinion, Got to get. We've got to get three plays in, Pete. That was a, and I agree with Unc. That was a poor Blackburn side. They haven't just lost one player in DS. They've lost their whole spine. They've off, lost their whole spine, and they're owned by the Venkies who who won't reinvest. They're happy to take money out of that football club. The thing is with We've Blackburn. Lost to a poor team. The thing is with Blackburn and the Venkies is that it's been. The big news out there is that there's been an, an Indian government piece of legislature to say that about foreign investment, apparently. And the yeah. guys from Blackburn are kind of arguing about it because some people are pouring over it and going, really, I can't see that. Is it an excuse or is it a valid reason? Yeah. Who knows? Who yeah. knows? So but, we'll, we'll... but they've lost their whole spine, they've, they've yeah, lost yeah. Their whole spine Pete. 
They haven't just lost Diaz. They've lost a central midfielder and a, and a centre back. They lost and Dak. They lost Ayala. Be... They they've lost a they lost a lot. Absolutely, absolutely. They're going to they're going to be bottom half. They're going to be bottom half. Well, I, I... and we've lost to and we've lost to them at home. Well, when we did the uh, the preview show with the excellent Ian from uh, from Four Thousand Holes, yeah, it, it was like we were got like almost saying, "Well, no, you're going to win. No, you're going to win." Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah. so it was one of those interesting point from Alan. He says, uh, "Sorry, Greg. Actually, it was me, uh, Alan, who." Said it. He said, I have no idea what you were watching. We did high press uh, Blackburn, but they couldn't get out for long periods because of that. He said um, yeah, they weren't allowed out, but he did say the issue was more to do with varying our play in the final third. So, look, we can agree on certain things. We can disagree on other yeah. things, have observations. We all see the game from different vantage points. So let's see. Um, go on. Peter, can I do a quick shout-out, if I may, please? You shout away, um, and then I'm coming to you, Alex, and then we're going to get through everybody. Go on. Yeah. Shout-out to John Parslow, who came and, f- and found me today. He's bought me a yellow sh- uh, a yellow tie for deadline day. <laughs> so I will be donning that yellow tie on deadline day and doing my... What's his name? Jim? What's his name? What's his Jim name? White. Jim. Jim White. He's no longer there, though. Oh, yeah, well... He's, not, he's on talk sport now. You are he, you so. the new Jim White I'll, with yellow tie. I'll be doing my Jim White al- alongside you on, on Thursday, and let's hope for a let's hope for an eventful week. Let's hope for it. I don't care if we. I, t- I tell you one, another thing. I don't care about. I don't care <laughs> if loser did want out. If loser did want out, and we got a good fee for him, and we were used to that was used to reinvesting the squad. There you go. Well, I think if we look at the monies that have been paid for Ryavit, well, obviously Tom Ince, we all know 50, 50 grand. And we, yeah. we've bought in just shy of 50 million that, that, that we've seen by, by reports, obviously. Ryavit was, again, as ever, an undisclosed, but in Denmark it was reported as 16 million kroner. That translates to 1.8 million. So we've still paid out <laughs> less than two mil of the 50 million that come in. We know that not a huge amount is going to be reinvested. But some certainly yeah. could be. And also, as I've said before, yeah. transfer fee actually is dead money, but it's about getting the right quality of player. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter whether or not we play, we paid an extra 10 million for Ryovic, he was the same player that we saw. It doesn't matter if he's cost one, two, or three yeah. million. Yeah. He's the player yeah. that we've got. We need more bodies in. Yeah. So yes, you and I will yeah. be will be on Wendover Ons's spaces, taking a look in the last knock-ins of the transfer window. We'll be taking a look at some of the other, especially obviously in the championship, some of the other deals that have gone on to see obviously because they will affect us and also hopefully pouring over us hopefully some more incomings we shall see but that should be i think it's friday i could be wrong but you'll be looking out for that so there we go this is thomas briskin and you are listening do not scratch your eyes podcast and there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. 
at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Let's go to Alex. Sorry, Alex, I added you, but I was longer there than I envisaged. My apologies. Alex, you are there, mate. What are your thoughts today? Frustrated that it felt like we might never be scoring a goal, even if we were playing until Tuesday? Yeah. What an incredibly frustrating game. I, 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 a lot of people are quite negative about the style of football, etc. Mm-hmm. We are four games into the season. We have lost 23 players. Uh, is it just, it's not going to click in two months? Uh, that's my personal opinion. Burnley, one of the best sides I've ever seen, but it took them a while to get going last yeah, season. Very true. The start of last year, we what, had 10 points off the four games and we didn't look convincing at all. And I think at the moment, this is the, I'm still very encouraged. I think this is like the best football I've seen in a while. And I think that when we start to convert our chances, it's going to click. Today, we had 20 shots, four on target. I think, like I say, when it clicks, I think it's going to work really well. But it just needs a bit of time to develop. I thought today, when it came down, our attacking prowess, I thought in the first half, definitely, we were very left-side dominant. Mm-hmm. And I think what's so effective about how we played against QPR and et cetera is that we had Morris and Andrews as wing-backs, but they could equally go forward as well as come back. And I thought that a lot of the time in the first half, Andrews was very restricted in what he could come forward. So I think we lacked a bit of variation. I think that's why kind of Blackburn exploited the, the right-hand side. On Kone, I, I, I was proven right in my theory, but Tom Bashir in the first half was asked to go forward. And for that reason, you didn't really see much of Kone. And then as soon as Loser came on for Kone, Tom Bashir, you didn't see much from him. Yeah. So there must be something about that other centre mid that doesn't attack as much that they're going missing slightly. I would just say on that, really, for me. And I'm very encouraged. And I think that when it clicks and Ivic gets up to speed, uh, I, I still think we're going to do really well. And I just can't see how, after four games, you can assume it's all going to be perfect and dandy. And, and I go back to last year when we started, well, points-wise, but not performance-wise. And I, maybe it's naive, but I we've really imposed ourselves, I think, on the division. And I think a lot of teams will come to the career and play our Blackburn did. Mm. And I don't think that's a bad thing. And I think it's actually quite flattering on us that teams are prepared to sit back. And we, like I say, we're very unlucky. You think of the chances that, I think against Plymouth, we had, was it Dan Scar with that last ditch attempt? Yeah. And then it happened again today for Blackburn. And we could be sitting here, it could be 1-1-2-1. One, one, one. So I just think it's annoying. But I think that when we obviously went to Gino and he said that he makes a change when he doesn't think things are right, or kind of performance-wise on the training field. I think that's actually the opposite now. So I'm not, I'm not really that concerned. I just think it will click eventually. And I think that's got to be said. I'm loving this. I'm loving this. We've lost, uh, let's face it, we know how to lose a game. We've been doing it for about four seasons. But to, to take a look at the balance and the performance and be objective about it and go, this is what I thought. Brilliant. Excellent. Well done. And I applaud that. And I also applaud Ron's. I don't mind what, what anybody thinks. Oh, but to be able to look at it... No, it no. Criti- it wasn't a criticism behind no. anybody. I just think... I didn't take it as it. I took it oh, as no, your no. opinion and your thought. And that's what we welcome here, is somebody who's looking at it and saying, no, this is what was going Look at last year. Yeah, points. But performances, you're absolutely right. In terms of keeping the ball, in terms of keeping the possession and having the ball for that period... The the question, and I'll come back to you on this then, is you, I, I think you're right. I think a lot of teams are going to come out and do what Plymouth did and what Blackburn did, which is sitting deep and saying, well, we know you're going to hit us on the break, so we're going to drop. So good luck 
trying to hit us on the break because we're already in here. So what we need to think about is what do we do to for those teams so that we can come away with, yes, possession, but also some incisive opportunities that basically work the keeper. Because I think the last two games at home, most certainly, we failed to work the keeper. And that's the missing component that we need to work yeah. to. So that's that's what I'm sure he'll be doing on, on the training ground from Monday. The only criticism I would maybe have is that I think... When it, when it came to Spree, when it came to Martins, when it came to even Tom Entz, I think everybody's trying to, they're cutting inside a bit too much. Maybe you need to try and get to the bar line, cut it back. Like I say, for me, it was, I still think it's quite positive. I, yeah, it, it, it's, it's going to take a bit of time to, to embed. And I think there's going to be many kind of frustrating games. But I think as soon as we become clinical, like I say, it's going to click. Good stuff, um, good stuff. So it sounds like you're agreeing with my idea of, occasionally at least, inverting the inverted wingers, or as Justin insisted on calling it, that's just wingers, Pete. You're right, yeah, absolutely. But yeah, just... yeah, I, I, yeah, I just think that you know, I think Blackburn played very, what's the opposite to wide, narrow, and there wasn't really many, say for Andrews, for the Semmer even, to, yeah, I just think it was quite predictable in that regard and easy to defend. But yeah, no, I think they'll be able to, couple of tweaks luckily i'm going to come to next street with two of my mates from my hometown and the only games they've watched us play are at villa away in the prem and away to everton in the prem and they have not seen watford lose or draw since they have come with me to watch watford <laughs> so that could be some positivity actually the last two times they've come i've actually got a man of dennis's shirt so you never know. If they come, we're going to have we're going to have to start off a just fund me campaign. That sounds very good. Yeah. Good yeah. luck there, Alex. Good luck there, and thank you as ever. Excellent call. And again, it doesn't matter what your opinion is. It, it genuinely, you can come here and tell us what you think, for good or for bad. One of the things that, that sort of irritated me was the uh, the women's season started today. That didn't irritate me. The fact that it was being played at exactly the same time as the Blackburn game irritated me because I'd have liked to have been in two places at once. If you didn't see it, the Watford women were were two nil down in the first, uh, sorry, were one nil down in the second minute against Durham, playing now in the Championship, which is the second tier of of, of English football, but but got a goal back before half-time through Carly Johns, who was her forward for Oxford United last season in the same division. So it's her first game at this level as well. And it finished 1-1. So an encouraging start for Damon Lathrop's women there. Uh, uh, congratulations. I, I look forward to uh, bringing more detail and more stuff on the Twitter as and when I'm actually able to be in one place at once rather than two and uh, I'm bringing that forward. But if you do get a chance, go and have a look at some of the, the Watford Observer articles that Andrew French has been doing. He's going to be covering more on the women. We have obviously been doing stuff. We had an interview with Damon Lathrop and we got a, a preview out on Friday from the rookery end. are going to be doing a once a month um, a, a piece on it. So that's all. that was also out on Friday. So it's been women's football-tastic this week. So do go and give it a listen. And if you can, get down to Grosvenor Vale and give them a support. It's a bit of a leap. All of the other teams, if you haven't seen it, are full-time. We are still going to be part-time trying to build logistically to to make sure that if and as and when that does happen, it's done at the right time. But there we go. Anyway, quickly, let's go to Paul and find out what Paul's thoughts were. Paul, how are you doing? Hey, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Definitely, like some of the other callers, still very positive. I think we just lacked some fluidity today in the team. The way we played, the kind of what we saw the evidence of at QPR seems to have been worked out. So Val's got a job on his hands to make us unpredictable in some way, shape or form. Yeah, He needs to definitely work on that. Cyril is a massive miss, isn't he? I yeah. mean, as people have said, he really seems to be 
missing having him in the side. He is really trained in that position from the start of pre-season and would reap the rewards of that in the first two games, I think. I know we drew with Plymouth, but they, we were unlucky, I think, in my opinion, not to win there. As we were today, in a way, Martins, both those go in and we win 2-1, we come away quite happy. So I think it's fine margins. I think for me, Ryan Andrews, I do um, feel a little bit sorry for him. I think he would have benefited from going out on loan to a League One side or League Two to gain that confidence in his forward play. It looks fine defensively. Um, but yeah, hopefully Ngakia can add a bit of that when we need it. I think the biggest thing for me, though, overall is like we've got to reset as supporters. We, we know that Pozos are going to be there. They're, they're going nowhere. And we've got to get behind our team and support. It was diabolical today, some of the support, the moaning going on, the ring. We all know at work, if you get told you do something badly, it doesn't fill your confidence, does it? And it's the same with our players. Let's get behind them. Let's support them. Let's, when we do create a chance, let's make some noise. The, the stadium, especially our end, I sit in the family end, is noisier, obviously, down the other end. But people need to support their team rather than coming and just moaning about what we've seen for the last few years. Let's try and help our team be that 12th man as they talk about so much, the, the coaching staff. You can tell I'm piss-arsing about with the soundboard today, can't you? That was good. That was good. You're, I, like, you're like a DJ on one extra. I, I, I tell you what, I'll take that. I'll take anything. Anyway, <laughs> let's be, no, mate. No, you, you, no, you're right. There was one point I also sit in the family stand um, until they, they'd probably kick me out. They'll probably look at me and say, why wasn't your son with you today? My son was hungover um, uh, this morning very badly. And when I got back, he looked as down crest, uh, downfallen as I did. It, it's... I'm sat there in the same place, and the first time I actually genuinely tuned in to everybody singing something was people chanting, we forgot you the, that you were here from the 1881 end to the Blackburn guys. I think that there's been many people who've thought about you know, what can we do to get the 1881 to be able to trigger off other other noises, but obviously where they are, is, is it's tricky to get everybody going at the same time. We probably need to all put our collective hats on yeah. and think about how we can start that off. We can all be accountable for cheering our team on and helping them out. We've all got the politics. I, I agree half with some of what Ron says. I agree half with what other people say. But when that, like the footballers, when they go out there for their 90 minutes and they go to battle, let's get behind the team for the 90 minutes and we can talk about the politics afterwards. But let's remember that team needs support when they're on the pitch. I coach a young, uh, a young side under 14s. Um, I, I try to be as positive as I can. And I can see when I'm negative, the impact it has on them. And we're all human beings, right? So the positivity behind our team can really help our young team we've got now kick on, I think. So I think we can all be accountable for that. I will say one other thing. Far I away. I've watched the, the goal. Mm. And actually, I, I think he's someone who did play in goal. Not at a high level at all. But where that guy got the ball was perfect. You can't move your arm in that position. It's really hard. He's hit it almost in that really perfect position to be able to get any kind of save on the ball. So I just think it was a very good strike. And yeah, a bit harsh on him. He was covering his front post as well as he possibly could. I don't I think most keepers would have let that goal in. Yeah, that's the that's the last point I'd finish with. Paul, lovely stuff. I'm going to ask one more question, though. You're coaching your under-14s. They haven't yeah. scored for seven halves of, of football. Would you consider, if you're under-14s for Watford, would you consider swapping over the, 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 the wingers uh, a little bit more regularly, perhaps? Uh, I'm I'm quite old school in that sense. I believe in having balance in the side. Yeah. So I'm not a massive fan of these inverted wingers. I get Man City can do it. That's absolutely 
absolutely fine if you've got the top players. Yes. A team like Watford, I want Ken Semmer as our left forward. He, he, he is great over 10 yards. As you say, huffing he puffs and he can get past people and he can get results. He was our biggest assist last season, I think, or the season before. He proved why. Because over that 10, 15 yards, he can physically battle a guy out the way and get a ball in the box. So I think maybe we'll start to see that now we've got a number nine. Let's, the jury will be out on him. Let's hope he can um, show what he's about. Um, and yeah, I think we'll we'll have to do that to get the ball in the box. Maybe one side can be inverted. Maybe one side doesn't need to be. But yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see whether we can deliver the quality in the box for this guy to to get on the end of playing rash playing playing normal wingers and inverted wingers. This is the kind of innovation that I think Pep Guardiola needs to know about, Paul. This is excellent. Paul, <laughs> fantastic Thank call, you. sir. Good luck to your, uh, your under-14s this season. Excellent Thank stuff. You. But as ever, do make sure you you call in again. Wonderful stuff, wonderful stuff. Sorry, guys, everybody who's holding there. Jack, Jack from the US, do come in and let us know your thoughts on the day. If you don't know, Jack and, and we have other people who will write blogs for us. We have invested in that little blue ticky thing on Twitter. So we're going to be getting the blogs and also putting them on Twitter. So when you're at work in the middle of the day and you're going, oh, God, it's one of those days, you might just see a little blog pop up for you to quickly be able to read on Twitter. And Jack's one of those nice people who provides it. Jack, sir, how are you? What do you think of the day? Well, I've managed to get away from the jazz music. First well done. Of all. Well done. <laughs> Somehow found a quiet spot. I don't think I have ever seen a more Watfordy performance in my life, <laughs> if that makes any sense. Almost clutching You're- defeat from the jaws yeah. of a potential victory. <laughs> Something like that. And your your guy from, from 4,000 Holes said, if we score, you should be asking questions of your defense. Looky there. And then he also went on about, see that thing with the posts and the net? If you just have a go at that, lads, every now and then. He did. He and did so, indeed. So I just found myself laughing at the end, end of that game. One thing I will note on the, on the stream, anyway, mm-hmm. was that it was very quiet in the stadium and the microphones could pick up what what players and and coaches were saying and there were so many times where i heard wesley hood point at someone and yell move and we we talked about kone Mm -hmm. and it just seemed like there was no way for us to get get uh, a whole lot of momentum going yeah, in the first half especially. In the first half, please. Yeah, yeah, in this in the first half especially because I was specifically watching Kone because we had we had a call with uh, they're, they're called the offside guys who are a a football cast and kind of unit out of out of Toronto and we spoke to some lovely guys and were really enthused. I think Kone is one of those where I think everybody can see that there's something there, but. It was like I turned. I did turn to Justin and say there are three phases of Kone today. He is either passing to the wrong person, he is walking, or he is faffing about with his hair because his hairband came off. And for about ten minutes, he was wandering around and he seemed intent on not doing anything other than trying to sort out his hair. It, it, I, I didn't just, notice that. Yeah, but, oh, uh, oh, oh <laughs> it, it's the kind. It's the kind of stuff and nonsense that I'll take a look at. Yeah, he, he just had. A difficult half, and I don't think he helped himself, bearing in mind with loser being out based on the fact that, hold on, these are these are disciplinary reasons why. It's not been overplayed or anything like that, but you're in the team. You've got a chance to go in and make an impression, at least get some movement. And he and everybody else, in fairness, was static. 
was absolutely static. And you're absolutely right, it was very frustrating. I think there was something somebody heard on the audio about Loser at one point, which was which was which which I, I didn't quite get, but I I noted that people were picking out, as you say, an awful lot of conversation on the audio from both the pitch and from the benches. Just odd, but there we go. So are are we to look look forward to a blog, sir, from you? Yes. I will be able to get one up oh, today. Thank uh, you. Thanks. I, I just also want to say on the on the loser disciplinary note, the yeah. fact that he was included in the squad at all today, let alone subbed on at halftime or whenever it was, mm-hmm. is completely undermining Val's message that discipline matters, I think. I think he should have been left out of the squad entirely. Send that message. It is not okay to show up late to training, especially not twice in a week. And if you want to be viewed as a leader of any sort. That's just not the way to do things. Cool, cool. So there we go. Jack's looking for more, yet more discipline than than, than was there. Was just dropping him to the bench, but bringing him on, was that was that cussing our nose off to spite our face? Or was it a nice balance of the two? Who knows? It's been made very public. We do an awful lot about talking about the club and the communication. We got to hear that. We got to hear some comments. And I think one of the refreshing things has been that Val's kind of come out and said it. So it'll be interesting to see what comes out. Let's get across to, uh, cheers, Jack. I look forward to seeing your blog, sir. Let's get across to, uh, to Mike Duffy of Voices of the Vic fame. Mike, sir, how are you doing? Yeah. Uh, There's a post-result answer if ever I've heard one. <laughs> Do you know what, though, Pete? Why am I surprised? Like, how many times as Watford fans have we been handed the script? It's Oh, Watford will play really well. You'll have the, the better of the possession. You'll have a load of shots on goal. Oh, but by the way, the opposition uh, and nothing will go and score and then just frustrate the living daylights out here. Like, I don't get why I'm so surprised. It's been happening probably not the last, the Prem season because we got absolutely battered pillar to post that season. But it seems like it's happening a lot. And listen, I, I think I, I resonate a lot with what Alex said. I, I think that was a very measured view um, and there's the bits and pieces of us have said that that are also true as well. But I, I think the fact that we're creating so many chances, that's all well and good. But at the end of the day, as obvious as it might sound, if you don't put the ball in the back of the net, it, it counts for absolutely diddly squat, doesn't mm-hmm. it? And that's what frustrates me. For people that write in uh, Rajivikov already, that, that's quite simply ridiculous. The bloke come on in the, what, 52nd minute? Oh, if he's five, ten games in and he's still not scored, then yeah, we can start claiming him as the, the white Nathan Ellington and Andre Gray 2.0 and all that. But I, I think <laughs> his movement was quite good. I, I think there are a couple of times where he's dropped deep and, and that link up, it wasn't quite there. I'm not expecting it to be. He's had, what, one training session with the lads? Mm-hmm. I thought Tom Ince has got a bit of stick as well on Twitter. Don't know why. I thought Tom Ince was a quite good when he come on certainly livened it up on, on the right hand side but I just don't get why we're so reluctant how many times in the first half especially we'd get the ball slap burners be pressing us we'd get the ball and perfect chance for a counter attack but we never did it it was so slow and Wesley who was often sort of seen frailing his arms out saying as if to say look there's no movement in front of me Kone, I thought, was too slow with the ball. It was only the other week on our podcast we were saying that we'd probably bring Kone in for for Delhi Bashiru. Mm-hmm. Um, but Kone was too slow today for me. But listen, I, I'll probably get slated for this because we just lost, but plenty of positives for me to take out of the game. But my God, something... I, I, I agree with what Alex said. Once something clicks, we're in business. Mm-hmm. 
Cool. Cool. No, I, th- I think you just covered the entire emotional gamut of, of a game where you see a lot of the ball and control of the, shall we say, the, the, the middle third of the pitch, seemingly. And and as uh, as you heard earlier on, Alan saying, no, we were pressing them in. They weren't able to get out, and that's why we kept the ball. So there, was, there were good things. But, of course, the frustration is we can look at all of the statistics in the world, but, and as you say, there's only one that matters. You yourself, with, with Alton Ravens, you mentioned there, you can talk about performance, it comes down to the results, but obviously as a manager, and as we heard from Paul earlier on, and as you'll know, the only thing you can do as a manager is try to affect the performance, which then translates, hopefully, fingers crossed, and with luck and a passing wind and all of that into a correct result. If we put you in charge of Watford for three minutes, you're going to go and inhibit, or, or inhibit, you're going to go and inhabit Valerian Ishmael at half time. What would have been the three changes you'd have made? Uh, Razovic on. I know we brought him on not long after half time. Mm-hmm, yeah. I brought Chuck Badadzi on, and I probably would have brought Tom Ince on. I know that might surprise a few, but I think Espria was quite frustrating today. Yes, he's a live wire. Yes, he gets bums off seats in certain aspects, but at the end of the day, I think he goes down too easily. He's trying to win too many of these fouls, and sometimes uh, Gavin Ward's. He was quite lenient, actually, today. I thought we got a lot. There was a lot that could have gone against us. But I think Aspria looks for the foul too much, and it frustrates me, and we were too slow in the build-up. Every time Tom Hintz got the ball today, he looked forward. He got forward every single time, whereas Aspria would get the ball. He'd think, oh, he's going to do something here, and then he'd pass it back to the defence, or he'd try and switch it over to the left-back. And he, he didn't get forward quite as much as we've seen I'm trying to think of that game Plymouth it was actually he'd come on as a sub and he was a real live wire like attacking mm-hmm. every chance he could but today I didn't see that from him there were rumours coming out at the, before the game that he wants to move to the Prem do I think that he's good enough for the Prem no personally has that maybe turned his head a little bit it's not for me to say but I think Tommy from what I saw of him today I thought he played really well so I'd have made those three changes Bio today too, he spent too much of the game not in the penalty area for me I think I saw him sort of in, in the, the build up to, to one of the passages of play he was he was practically on the right wing and I'm like that's all well and good that you're willing to spread the play out and stretch the back line but at the end of the day mate we need you in the box and it's really frustrating by he works his socks off, but he just doesn't suit the system or he's not the type of striker that Valerian Ishmael needs in his system. Very cool. There you go. If Mike were there, he would have done the same three things, but he'd have done them about 10 minutes earlier, which is fine. That's all good. Yeah, I agree. I think what we're looking at here, we, we can see that something's going on. We've got a manager who appears to be wanting to be in charge of the the, the, the dressing room. He's trying to insist on standards. And when one of his senior leadership team have, have dropped those standards, then he'll he'll come back in and say, well, no, try and get that sorted. I think most of us would go, yeah. Jack is saying, well, maybe drop him out for a game altogether. That's fine. At least there is an attempt to, being, to, to wrestling the control from just the players in that dressing room and getting everybody moving in one direction, one direction ideally. Mike, just before you go, mate, Voices from the Vic, what stuff uh, can people look out for this week? Well, the lads are going live tonight at quarter to eight on YouTube. Ben and Cameron, I believe it is tonight. And then we've got the opposition review, Coventry, on Wednesday night, I believe it is. 
so yeah, and I believe as well, actually, Ben did a match day vlog today, so that will be up on the YouTube channel later on. There you go, there you go. Cheers, mate. Loads of stuff to look out Thank for. It's, it's not just from us, it's from lots of lovely people. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.